to the Habs Puck Drop podcast. This is game one against the Vegas Golden Knights, and after the second period, the Knights lead 3-1. to one. Um, We'll just start with the Cole Caulfield goal. It was a you know first of the playoffs power play goal, assist from Perry and I believe uh, to Foley. You know, nice to see him get his first of the playoffs in front of his family. But good to be on the power play too. Yeah, good to be on the power play. But we got to talk about a few things here. I mean, the first thing I just want to talk about is, you know, we started off hot for the first maybe ten minutes of the game, and then we we just seemed to be overwhelmed. Yeah, it seems like there's there's a few liabilities on the ice, namely defensively. I, I noticed, you know, losing Petrie out of the lineup there really it, it causes like a nuclear chain reaction down our down our defensive lineup and. Um, you know, I'm noticing Romanov having a really tough time on the ice tonight. Kulak's having a tough time. Uh, Sherratt's having probably his worst game of the playoffs. Um, you know, through a, a bunch of he made a bunch of bad pinches that resulted in a bunch of two on ones, and he you know threw it over the glass for like no good reason. Um, you know, Gustafsson is a goal on Price tonight. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's the, I find there's just a bunch of defensive liabilities that are causing the whole game to slow down for us and. We just can't seem to break out, and that's the only way we score is if we get those high rush chances on Flurry. And if we're not, if the defense aren't able to break us out, we're just not going to get those chances. It reminds me a lot of Game Two, Three, Four of uh, Toronto. That's that's what I was going to lean on a lot of the defense first. I want to talk about so, you know, looking at each one of the goals the Vegas scored, it was off of just a a lazy or just poor play from a defender. So the first goal. Like I said, getting dumped down the ice there. I forget who rung it around the boards. But then, not only that, but Gustafsson losing that, that battle for position. Just, it wasn't even like a battle at that point. Like, Stone was just planted. You got, you just need to move him. And to begin with, the lazy play of dumping it all the way down the ice, for, there was no reason for it. Yeah. You just had to put it lightly around the boards and we would have broken out. The second one... Uh, for some reason, Sherratt decides to stick his foot out to try and block a pass. It goes into the like the center of the ice. Yeah, and you know, you Carey Price almost even got it. Yeah, but like you just the, can't. The thing, I, you know, without even without um, you know, uh, who scored that? Uh, Martinez. Martinez, yeah, Theodore was the first one. But without Martinez even there, just where that puck landed right in the slot, I was already about to to write that one off. I mean, like you you have a guy who's basically three feet in front of Price with no one in front of him, like, there's a very good chance he scores that, but then he takes this wicked slap pass. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like you said, he almost got it, but, you know, there, there's a lot of things we need to tighten up on. Um, I hope they stop, uh, you know, kind of leading us on with this Petrie Evans thing um, and Merrill. Like, I... Yeah, just set a timeline set and Set a timeline. They I made it sound it. like he's definitely playing tonight, but they're going to keep it a game-time decision, but, yeah. like, they're, you know, like, they're winking at the press conference, like, oh, you know, he'll probably be there. You know, I... I, I think that does more harm than good, especially to the guys on, uh, you know, on the ice. I... You know, if they don't see this as a permanent thing, I feel like there's going to be a lot of, um, you know, disconnect between the players and, and the lineups, and, you know, I think you just have to kind of settle in, and uh, I'm not saying Petrie's not coming. I'm just saying, like, let's maybe consider that our first two games in Vegas are going to be without Petrie, so we kind of have to figure this out. That's it. And then just looking also, as, as I was saying with the, the goals, to the third goal as well, you know, Kulak's making, a, like, a, a play in front of the net, but just, like, you got to, like, I understand he's keeping his eye on the puck, 
But your first thing is you got to make sure this guy's not getting in scoring position. And Kulak's busy watching the shot come in. And it was Janmark who just rolled off him basically like a basketball move. Yeah. He's standing there on like the Brad Marchand doorstep yeah. and he just taps it in. Like, you know, all these goals, it comes back to one thing for me. And their offense is starting from the point. This is not something we've seen yet, basically. Because, you know, we the two teams we played so far really their offense came from the front end and like clearly i mean if you look it's theodore scored and then theodore got the assist and then it was a slap pass from i i, I don't know who i think martinez i'm gonna double check but you know their offense is starting from the back end we have to learn how to deal with that because you know for a while we were giving carry price you know all the visuals he needed but like if now we're just seemingly not clearing the front of the net um oh it was uh white cloud that made the pass so you know it's just that's the problem I see is that we're we're still and look it, it's the first game this isn't like you know the game's not even over but it's it's not a full panic mode it's just there's clearly a trend and like you have to be able to adapt like in game like you can't take each game as like a sample and be like all right what do we fix next oh yeah I mean you don't really have time for this and, the, and you know that's another thing is we're definitely not the first ones to notice but this isn't a team that. It, it like you said, it's going to be different from Winnipeg and Toronto because it, you know, you, I could even see with the Dano line right now, it's like there's no clear target of who we're locking down. I mean, they run four lines just like we do, you know, and and you know they have got depth just like we do, and, but we, you know, we 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 have a little bit stronger third and fourth lines. And I think that's where we have to capitalize. But right now, they're you know, especially with that last line change, they're really really getting us on those um, those last line changes. I'm noticing a lot of their uh, Stevenson line with uh, Patretti and Stone up against the Perry line and up against the Kotkaniemi line. And that's really uh, dampening our ability to beat them with depth. And, uh, and this goes back to what you and I were talking about in the series preview about like if they were going to make any lineup changes, this would be when only because, like you said, there's no need to just deploy Deno specifically on one guy. You know, it, it, the first series was Matthews. Mm. The second series, it was that Connor line. And it's like now, like there's there's no real like number. Obviously, you know there's a number one threat in Stone Patch ready, but like equally, Marsha Marsha Smith and Carlson are like damning line basically. And so, not that you have to shift these guys around, but your matchups aren't as kind of clear cut like you were saying. Yeah. And I mean, look, Carey Price has already made two massive saves, like highlight reel. Yeah, it's like realistically here, it's five one. Yeah, and like what, like it's just you're not again, we're not giving him the goal support. And Flurry is not having a fantastic no. game. The the numbers would lie to you. He was we're very doing this, uh We're doing this um, Jack Campbell thing where we're getting all our shots are from boards, except for these. You know, we had a handful of great chances in the first ten minutes of the game, and then after that, all these shots are just coming from the boards and just really stacking his stats, and, and it's, uh, and, it's and frustrating. We need to draw penalties because for those who listen to the uh, series preview. You know, and, and as you can see tonight, the Golden Knights have a hard time killing penalties and they have a hard time on special teams in, in general. So we need to start drawing some penalties. We need to start capitalizing on some opportunities. The defense have to step up. The forwards kind of have to get their, their four check going. I'm noticing a lot of dumping without any chasing or one-on-three chases. And just everyone just kind of needs to kick it up a gear. It feels like... Stay fucking calm. Yeah, but it also it it just feels like they, I don't know. It feels like they they took like a downshift almost. Not that they lost their legs, but it almost feels like they're 
they're still feeling out the knights, whereas the knights have like already done that in the first few minutes. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's we're um, you know I think we're a lot alike our two teams, and I you know I, I think it's um, you know I, I think it's easier to read Montreal when you're you are Montreal just with a few key differences, but. Um, you know, I think we're going to come out firing in the third. I think we set up that second period with a just a brutal start, taking that penalty late in the first. And um, you know, you, you never want to start a period like that. It's just a you know, and then to dump it out of bounds like Chirac did. I mean, that period couldn't have started worse. I mean, well, that's it. Now we just we need to move on. Move on. We need to get aggressive in the third. We need to. You know, I'm, the Knights... I'm, I'm praying to like any hockey god there is that Josh Anderson finds yeah, his game. He is and Romanov so are really on my shit list tonight. Of especially, I mean, Anderson, I've given I think more rope than anyone in the NHL, yeah. and like he's really starting to get on my nerves. Like this I'm starting is... to notice some like a like like some implicit bias I have. I love players that play the game like he does, and I've noticed I've been like shielding my criticism of him for a while now. And, like, it, it, it's, that's why recently it's come out more. And I just, like, I can't, you know, like, for example, when Druin doesn't show up, I, I don't like his style of hockey. It's not like I, it's not like it's, like, a, like a, I hate it. I'm just saying, like, it, it's not the type of player I kind of like to watch, right? So I tend to go after him more. And I can't do that if we're, like, reporting on this stuff, right? Like, okay. I have to go after the players I like their stuff, who, whose style I like as well. And Josh Anderson's one of those guys. I can't, like... Just shield him from criticism because well, no, I like the fact that he drives the net. But holy crap, dude! Like, we really need you to pull together. We don't need another Max Domi. No, like we. Re- it's really I don't want a guy who. And I, I, I not that I think it's going to be this extreme, but in the Max Domi comparison, I don't want a guy who in his first year has an incredible year and then like you know he had what was he on pace for like thirty something goals. Yeah, so. In the regular season, I don't want him to slow next year and have like an eighteen goal season, and then like have a you know fifteen goal season. It's like I don't think he will, but like like you know we, we invested it's, in him, and it's like you gotta show up. Even if, even less than that, like I I just I, I don't I just don't want him to be a regular season shower. Yeah, like I want him to show up in the in the playoffs. That's all that matters. Clearly, you know. So you know, don't just go one goal on us in, in the playoff run, and you know, expect to. You know, expect us to be happy with this contract. But. Well, that's it. And now, I mean, look, they're going to drop the puck soon, so we still have a hot period of hockey. The guys will come out firing, but uh, we will check in after the game. All right, that was a rough uh, rough game. You know, it's, it's getting late here, so this is going to be a quick one for you guys. We're going to probably, you know, talk about it a little bit more tomorrow in, in like, a more formal post-game. I think that's what we're going to do. Uh, with this series, just judging by the fact that you know it's twelve a.m. I don't even think tomorrow's necessary though. There's not much to say. Yeah, about there's this. not much to say, but just in terms of the pregame, I think yeah. we're gonna kind of wrap things up a little bit more co- uh, coherently. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm noticing in our in they our speech in our speech again, it feels a lot like those uh, Calgary Winnipeg yeah, road trip ones. games where it was like you know, one of the but morning. Again, I, I, I could be on three cups of coffee at noon. Yeah, there, there wasn't a lot to say. Uh, I have a simple game. summary. Forwards were shit. Yeah. Defense was shit. Yeah. Goaltending was mediocre. For, forwards were shit. Defense was atrocious. Goaltending was average. Yeah. Yeah. And there, like, there was no good that came yeah, out of the game. He, Price made some great saves. Um, a lot of those, you know, like three of those four goals, honestly, like those are bad bounces. And you know, again, like Gustafson scored on us, like 
those kind of jokes, like those run true. I think those are the goals that are going in on Carey Price in general as playoff. I think those go on most goalies. You know, one of those goals he probably should have had. But again, like, you know, if they scored two goals, we would have lost tonight. Yeah, again, and I guess all the, the points came from their defensemen. Yeah. And on that last fourth goal, you and I, for maybe, what, 40 seconds before that, said, Anderson, get to your man. Anderson, yeah, we, get to your that, man. Yeah, that was pretty telling. He is someone who needs a game off. Yeah. He, he's not shown that he wants to be in the playoffs yeah. right now. See, like that, yeah, exactly. That, that goal there, um, Jesse and I were literally tracking Anderson. We are you know, we're kind of watching him tonight. And that, that whole shift, we were like, He's not going to stay on his side. He left his post, and you know, guy got right open. And but if we're, if we're really taking this line 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 by line for two seconds here, the fourth line, that cycle line, couldn't get established. They had one shift where they were able to yeah. do it and got no shots. Kotkaniemi's line was non-existent. They had Byron drawing a penalty. That was wasn't the the line even. Yeah. It was Byron on the penalty kill. Kotkaniemi was invisible. Anderson invisible. Byron. Maybe two shifts that he did something. Deno, Gallagher, and Lekkinen. I mean, they definitely... One of our better lines tonight, but still But, not but nothing... Like, I wouldn't even say one of the... I mean, I think well, by they drove process the, of elimination, they, they were They drove the line. offense in the first period, for yeah, sure. For, that's what I mean. For yeah. 10 minutes, they played well, and then, like, the rest of the game, it just... Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there, there was just I'm saying no, relative to the team. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, the whole I mean. team played like shit. Well, that's it. That's, that's what I'm saying. By process of elimination, they were in the top two lines. It was just... Yeah. They like they didn't bring that like oh no grind. the Caulfield Suzuki line five on five was not top two that was like, I I there was no probably the I I'm saying based off the fact that they were the only ones who took shots that's the yeah, only way I'm looking I, at they, it they there's no line Suzuki no had line. a rough one but Suzuki had a rough but I'm saying the only team that got shots on Flurry that weren't from the corner was that line and like I like just no one. No, I'm saying Suzuki's line was the only one that actually got like shots. I didn't find Deno's line took any shots. Oh, they got they got in front of the net. I'll double check that, but I, I just I saw no grid from that line, which is one that you expect all the, the grid. Deno line? Yeah, I saw nothing from. No, I'm gonna today. I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one. Okay, they, they, they they're just, in front of the net a lot. It's just not a lot. That's the thing. It's like yeah. the first period they did, but um, yeah, Deno had one shot. Uh, Lekkonen had four and Gallagher had three, so that's that's eight, right? Yeah, but then, and you then, know, you're going to go to Caulfield on the power play. Yeah, Caulfield, that's what I'm saying. Caulfield and Toffoli had ten between them, and then Suzuki had four. Yeah, they're all on the power play. Yeah, and I, I just so. mean I, I didn't want shots specifically from Deno. I want I want them in front. I just didn't find them That's what I'm doing saying. It's like they got in front of the net. It's just, yeah, I'm saying the total time. It's yeah, not I, just, good. I just like, didn't notice it. If, the way we're, we're, if, we're, if we're in front of the net for five minutes, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. just like the rest of the teams play like shit. Like, yeah, it's like, it. I, I really don't think a single forward played well, honestly. No, like I couldn't single out a single forward. Like it's, uh, you know, maybe... No one. No, Literally actually, no one. There I have was to not really one. think. I have to really think. I mean, I, I mean, even like... Perry got dumped a bunch. He, he seemed like he was Perry, playing... Perry got, was effective at getting under people's skin. But, like, again, like, it's not... But, it, again, he didn't really draw... He, uh, did he draw more than one? I don't think he drew a penalty, even. I, I don't... I think they're, you know, they're kind of wise to this kind of thing. Yeah, it's just they know he's that. there to piss you off. And they're just, yeah. like, play. Look, he got, he got hit twice really hard, but they were clean. And, look, that'll be effective if we start winning games because yeah. that's when you get under Vegas' skin. But right. like when you're when you're when you're losing three, four, one, like you're not really gonna get under Vegas' well, skin. Well yeah, especially the the one I noticed a lot today with the Habs just because they took a lot of penalties early too is every time they took a penalty, 
they try and start something with Vegas to try and get offsetting minors, and Vegas was just wise to that. There's four teams left. Yeah. Teams know how like valuable power yeah. play time is. Not even for the goals you score Especially on the power that play. On the That's it. Too. But it, it just it kills the clock. That's the main thing. Yeah. Vegas doesn't even care at that point. If they score on the power play, they just want two more minutes off the clock. Yeah, exactly. And it's just it's frustrating because like there was such an I mean like from a just watching it, you could see after the first period exactly how Vegas was going to play, and like you need to adapt to that, and it mm-hmm. didn't look like they did. I the offense comes back. from the defense. I think we need Petrie back just because it's, you know, the breakout, like our, our offense starts with our breakout, yeah. and we had no breakout, and I'm sure that's why we were saying the we noticed how bad each line was tonight. Yeah. Like it, All of our lines rely on breakouts with the exception of that Perry line, but um, you know, our top three lines there, like, we, we need strong breakouts, like, Byron up the wing, Gallagher and Lekin up the wing, you know, Toffoli up the wing, like, we need these guys to break out, and if we, we can't get a solid breakout, we're just never going to get that offense going, and I think, you know, Petrie is definitely a part of that when he's on, but again, it, I think it's more of the domino effect, like, having, you know, who's playing second line with with the Edmonton tonight, they switched at one point. It was Kulak for the Kulak, most of the night. I yeah, mean, I think they I think gave it to Gustafsson at the end, but yeah. but either, either way, way. I, like Kulak's not on that second pair. That's just brutal. And like, no. you know, Romanov, you know, rough night again. Though, like, I, I I didn't expect much with like these rookies going into the you know first time playing in front of like you know eighteen thousand people. It's a little you know daunting, but. Christ, I hope Petrie plays next game. Just the thing is, like, we have to be able to play without one player. That's that's the thing is, like, we're not like th- this is back to the issue we were having earlier in the play in the season. And then it early against Toronto it was like when one player goes yeah, out, no, like no. our team is built specifically for that reason. Like, I understand Jeff Petrie is a big part of the team, but like you like, you need to be able to like play the game. I know. But he he can't because he's not. It's not like he's on the ice the whole time. Yeah, and just like you need to give Carey more support. Well, that was, because, that, like, that's part it, of the it's issue. Ridiculous. It's just because he is on the ice the whole time. Yeah. Like the thing is, is that like this whole playoff run, he's been all, playing almost thirty minutes a night. Yeah, that's a very that's fair thing. Point. It's like it, that's the the dominoes so bad because then all of a sudden you have Brett Kulak playing twenty six minutes a night and like yeah. you know, and that starts to you. expose you and like you know for a team that was just basically gliding through the playoffs because of our top four defense probably like you know probably the best top four defense in the league at that point yeah uh you know you get a, a chink in that armor and then all of a sudden you know the the floodgates open and yeah i um, i just think tonight honestly was an offense issue even if even though we yeah. gave up four goals i think like it, it really it, well, just it, it definitely you're definitely right because like if we let in two we were still at a loss yeah it's it just like it's so frustrating to watch when like for Five sixth of the game, we have guys either dumping it in and changing, or guys going in one on four and going to the outside. It's like there's just there's no like drive to score there, and like then the the one or two times we didn't, we scored a goal. Yeah, and if we played like the first period, we would have won. Yeah. That's the thing. We were down after the first, but like we would have won the game. We played better that period, and when I was talking about the Lekin and Dano Gallagher line. Every single one of their chances in the first period. Yeah, After the first exactly. period, all four lines just went completely silent. Yeah, like, I don't know what nothing happened. happened. And like, um, you know, decent power play there. Um, um, and like, 
but we're not going to get that often because, like, you know, if we're aware of Vegas's penalty kill percentage, like, they're aware of it, too. They're not going to take down penalties. They're a very, very, very disciplined team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're not going to take these penalties against Sherratt where, like, Sherratt's, like, basically Todd Bertuzzi-ing uh, You know, this isn't a team that's going to retaliate like that. It's just they're, um, they're very disciplined. You would think we're doing everything right. We're out hitting them. But we're, out, we're almost out shooting them. We won most of the face-offs. We scored on the power play. It was just like, for some reason, we couldn't lock down their defense. I think all of their defensemen had a point to do yeah, that. Yeah, they had like some crazy. It was insane. I'm, I have to look at that now too. Just yeah, I'm they, they, they had a ton of points. They were on their defensemen. They had one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, the only defenseman on their team without a point was Petrangelo. So. Mm-hmm. You can't, like, you just can't have them swarm you like that. I found, like, the defensemen were able to pinch so much. Yeah. And, like, so many turnovers, just, like, very just back to sloppy play in our zone, which is, yeah. the, it just, you're not going to win Yeah, games. just, like, weak, yeah, you pointed it out a few times, just, like, weak passes, like, just yeah, flutters. Yeah, just, like, and, like, very soft. I'd honestly, like, I, I'd 100% bench uh, Josh Anderson. Yeah, he game. didn't that show up. That was brutal, and I, I... I the only reason I say that, too, is, well, one, he played like shit, but two, I have a sneaking suspicion that that play is transferring into Cod Kniemi a little bit. Oh, it absolutely is. He's been he's been quiet for the last few games. Yeah. And, like, it, it's, you know, Josh Anderson's been on a steady decline since game one in Toronto. Yeah, I so. need to amend what I said before. He was not on pace for 30 goals this year. No. He wasn't on pace for 40 points. No. So, that's a problem. <laughs> Yeah. That's that's what that's what we call a uh, seven year problem. Yeah, honestly, six <laughs> at least we avoided. This was a short year. Oh yeah. Oh true. Yeah. <laughs> six yeah. more. Yeah. Uh huh. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. We'll have a little bit more, um, you know, sleep in us. A little bit less emotion. We can analyze the play a little bit more. I just don't think much is going to change. I I I, you know, I think Jesse basically said it. You know, offense needs to be there. It starts with the defense. Starts with breaking out. Um, you know, we basically had a, you know, it's bad when we start, uh, arguing about which line was not the worst, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, so, like, that was it, I was like, I just still don't, like, I'm still trying to figure out which line could possibly have had a good player on it, and no one played well. Not a single line played well, and I guess the thing, like, I'm, I'm trying to... I actually think the best forward on the team might have been Philip Deneau, he won his face-offs. Yeah, I think that's, that's it. basically it. I, you know, Philip Deneau and then Caulfield for scoring. Yes, yeah. and know. he scored and he was a minus one, so... Yeah, well, yeah, it's, uh... He's licking in through as many hits as he took shots. Yeah. That's the thing is that, you know, everything good about that Lekin and Deno Gallagher line that I was talking about happened in the first period. Yeah. And like every, you know, even that Armia Perry stall shift that we said was good and that's what we were looking for, first period. You know, all this was in the first period. And I, you know, as soon as Sherratt took that, that penalty earlier in the second, I, I just literally, I made a, I made a balloon deflating noise with my mouth, yeah. and, and like I basically summed up the rest of the game. But. Yeah, and just just the last little thing, just to give ideas, like why statistics at least show the game a little bit. Uh, Nick Suzuki had more hits than Josh Anderson. So. Really? Yep. Oh wow. So that's rough. Yeah. So uh, what is what is he doing out there? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. We will catch you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Habs Puck Drop podcast. You can email us your thoughts, questions, and suggestions through our email at habspuckdrop at gmail.com 
or direct message us on Instagram at HabsPuckDrop. We'll see you next time.